More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. We are live as always in downtown Las Vegas. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. Busy three-hour program lined up today. Uh, Good guests on the show. We'll get into uh, the point spreads and the totals for the divisional round coming up in about 15 minutes. Also, we'll... uh, It's it's a really good college basketball card. Small NBA, but good good games on that card uh, tonight as well. We'll talk about all of it coming up here on Follow the Money, Paulie. I'm sure at some point, maybe later on today, this week, throughout the offseason, we are going to hear plenty about the collapse of the runners-up from last year, the Philadelphia Eagles, who fell on their faces down the stretch. It was not pretty. It got worse all the time. I can't remember the last time they covered a game. Was it back in November against the Chiefs? And uh, it was ugly and vile, and that would have been rock bottom going out like that last night. I mean, they were defensively, when you were watching that unfold last night, some of the players in the secondary, like you're, you're dropped to the second string in, in college. You're cut from high school for whiffing, for the miscommunication, well, for the mistackling. I mean, it was that bad. And they go out 32-9. to nine, And that was pure domination last night by Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In fact, this is how bad it was. Lane Johnson, their stud offensive lineman, told Howard Eskin from WIP in Philadelphia after the game, quote, it was very embarrassing. I'm just sitting here and watching. I really don't ha- um, know what's going, going to happen. He's expecting changes. Uh, it's frustrating. Nobody's safe. We'll see what happens. End of quote. Lane Johnson from the Eagles after the game last night. Mm-hmm. I think if you talk to an objective Eagles fan, they thought there was no way they were winning the game. I think it was just how bad it was. And you mentioned the 0-7 ATS run to finish the season. That is all-time bad from a tackling standpoint. I mean, that is just, it's, it's embarrassing what happened. It's like you never played football before. Not only can you not tackle in the yak, how about the angles you're taking in trying to make some of the tackles and what happened with the big plays? So now, and how you go out 
Not to mention, we get off the air yesterday, you go home, and there's a hit piece on the front page of ESPN.com about someone leaked that, about how bad it's been, losing the locker room, what's gone wrong, how do you go from a 10-1 and start to you blow the division and now you can't even win a playoff game. It's yeah. unthinkable. Yeah. And now it's to your point about what Lane Johnson said. Could we go from Sirianni with a 10-point lead in the third quarter in the Super Bowl to out of a job? Now, that would be something if they fire him, which I think you have to make it the favorite now. And he clearly misses Gannon and Steichen, his coordinators. Patricia coming in actually got worse. I mean, you have to say they have the Patricia. worst. Can you believe that? Worst defense in the league since Desai was demoted. And, and to go, they make one play offensively. They hit the long pass to Smith. Oh. Other than that, they do nothing. And it's just, they were so embarrassed. X's and O's in the tackling. Hey, I mean, Peyton Manning was furious. It's like, you're going to go empty? You're just inviting the, the blitz every oh, yeah, time. I mean, it, it was. And they're just going to dial up pressure, and Hurts is running for his life. It was the ultimate dream scenario for a guy like Todd Bowles. Yes. Who they blitz at the third highest rate in the entire NFL. Uh, this is his MO, what he's done as a defensive coach his entire career. He loves to bring pressure. And for, I don't know, pretty much it felt like the entire game until it was out of control. They just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again. Manning called it stubborn on their side. Yes. They wouldn't change. They had no answer for it. Hurts, how does he take that safety? Oh, God. Throw the ball, please. Which led to a touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. That's just like, man, you were in the Super Bowl last year. Uh You cannot allow that to happen. But the body language, every time that they walked off the field, the look on Hurts' face, and then... Good observation. Aikman pointed that out. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard was getting into it with Jalen Hurts. If that dude, that tight end's going to get into it and not be happy, you know that there's massive friction. And I'm a pansy. I hate myself. Um, I only took the Buccaneers for a small bet last night, plus the three. Uh, I know it's could have, would have, should have, looking back on it. Easy to say now. How did I not have like alt numbers with the Buccaneers? All week long, we were saying... That was an in-play dream. How were, the, how were the yeah. Eagles favored in the game? How? Yeah. Well, and I was actually hoping that they would have... Uh, be, because the Buccaneers could not put that team away until you know later on in the third quarter. I was hoping the Eagles had it in them to pull out one more like miraculous win. Because I think they would have gone to Detroit and gotten buried. I think Detroit would have put up 40 on them. Okay. This defense was not going to well, sl- but, but maybe the well, – anyway, that doesn't matter because that game's not going to happen anymore. But that's just – the NFC East, last year three teams made the divisional round. Three teams. This year, huh. one of the most embarrassing and pathetic showings you're ever going to get from a division. Uh-huh. Right, we, we ripped them yesterday. We have to give them credit today. Everyone on the pregame picked Tampa Bay. They got there. So good job by there. You see the picks there. Uh, with everyone on the broadcast to start with the pregame. The other thing that's not going to help him, I don't have a problem with it, but not once but twice, Sirianni took points off the board. I mean, it, it, I don't have people ripping him for going for two. Well, it, to them, to them, it's a free point. Right. Because it, oh, the tush-push always works. I guess no one's going to point out it was a blatant face mask. That wasn't oh, they missed called. that. I don't know. It was I right saw front it of immediately. Him. I, I yes, tweeted it out as soon as the play happened. Uh huh. Absolutely. And then you also had. Uh, I'm not going. I thought it was the right move. It's fourth and five. You're down 16 to take the points off the board. You're going to make a two score game a two score game. You're down 13 with 10 minutes. What does that do? Mm-hmm. And then fourth and five, they couldn't convert. So it, it, it's. I don't know if he survives this. And this would be what a fall from grace. This could be and a collapse by Philadelphia. But again, as we've talked about, and Lombardi has said many times, you have Vrabel, Belichick, Harbaugh out there. Who knows? Maybe Tomlin leaves. That could be another one. I, I don't know what Tomlin's going to do. But this is 
to, to go from the, do you think you're going to win the Super Bowl to maybe out of a job and getting exposed and then the hit piece on ESPN.com and the bad body language and the A.J. Brown stuff. And that, not only that, that should have been, it was a blowout. It should have been a lot worse because of the drops. Evans, wide open, drop city. Kate uh, uh, Yes, drops all over for Tampa. I, I think he would have scored twice last night. Yeah. Um, I had him first touchdown score, 23 oh. to 1, right in his hands. And then that other one, that slant later on in the game, that would have been a touchdown too because he was going to run forever in that spot. What do you think the Eagles were when they were 10-1? to Because you can bet stage of elimination. 10-1, and leading that division. Cowboys were 8-3. and What do you think they were to lose and bow out in the wild card round? Um, that had to be a huge number. Had to be a massive That's number. That's only right? happened three t- three times in history, I believe, right? You're so, 10-1, and one, then you lose 5-6 or, or 4-5. or five, Yep, and they were running this down in the broadcast last night, and they kept going over to different like linemen on the Eagles, one right after another. And Aikman joked, he goes, I've been in broadcasting for 20 years. I think Brendan Graham was playing when I was still around. And he, <laughs> he's like, not really, but he's been great. But it was just one guy after another, either contract year or they've talked about retirement, like Kelsey, great center. How many guys are going to leave the team? Yep. When Lane Johnson's already talking about how embarrassed it was, how embarrassing it was last night, and they're going to have massive changes. How do you possibly get a read on the Eagles going into next year? Because at 10 and 1, they were Fugazi. They had a bunch of these mm-hmm. one-score games and spots they never should have won. That like that was a fake record. Yes. And then I don't but how they closed the year and the guys that they might lose, the talking, like what a win total next year for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, Howie Roseman's done a great job, but this is that, that's a fair point about what are you going to do in the big changes. Who's so let's start here? Who's going to be the head coach? That's number one. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think they'll fire him, but a lot of people think it's it's going to happen. I can't wait to talk to Sal Pell. But it's just how it just got worse every single week. Your only win was on Christmas. You closed 0-7 ATS and 1-6 straight up. The only win was against Tommy DeVito, who played a half, and then on, on Christmas against the Giants, and then Tyrod Taylor comes in and lights you up. Yeah. But how bad the defense played down the stretch, how bad the offense looked. You may have lost the locker room. You, you took points off the board. You got shut out in the second half. Couldn't have gone worse for Sirianni. How badly did they miss uh, A.J. Brown last night? Yeah. I know Devontae Smith was really, really good, but that's pretty much the only guy who was yeah. making plays for the Eagles yeah. on offense. And, and Hurts regressed, and people could people are pointing out, boy, you really miss Steichen, you really miss Gannon. And Eagles fans couldn't wait to get rid of Gannon after the uh, choke job in the Super Bowl, and the defense was a travesty. Train wreck uh-huh. horror show. Uh-huh. As we said last huh. week, I would I would put that team at the very bottom of the list right now for all defenses in the NFL. That's how bad they've been. Sorry, it's two months now. And they were favored in the game last night, and they were taking money in that game. People just expected them to flip the switch, I guess. Well, I mean, well, if, I mean, Tampa it, struggled down the stretch, too. And Baker was hurt, but certainly looked but fine. Here's the thing. This is yeah. why I was a little skeptical about not betting more on Tampa Bay. We heard maybe 60%. He, uh-huh. lo- he looked like he was 100% healthy last night. Yep. So... Injury reports in the NFL are tricky. That one's, I'm just watching the game like, this guy's hurt? How? Didn't look hurt whatsoever. Two weeks ago, they couldn't get a first down at home against the Saints and then beat Carolina 9-0 with the division on the line. So um, Both it, defenses it, that, are better than that one last night? Yeah, yeah. What, what a story. 225-1 to one here at Circa in August to win the Super Bowl for the Buccaneers. Two wins win away total from six and a half. That's right. Yep, what a job by Todd Bowles. And, ba- and you got to feel good for Baker Mayfield. A no man, a vagabond, yeah. lost his confidence, jumping around, Rams, Carolina, Browns couldn't wait to get rid of him. Here he is playing great football, 300 yards, plenty of touchdowns. The year Evans had, oh, 
It's a funny game. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of great stories with the remaining teams that are still uh, trying to make the Super Bowl. It depends on how you grade the Bills game because the Eagles were three and a half early in the week when they played back in November. It did get bought down. I think some spots went off two and a half, and they won the game yep. in overtime. But I know like in a contest out here, they were three and a half because I had the Bills in that game, so that was one of my winners that week. If you include that one as a loss, they have not covered since the Chiefs game, which was November 20th. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm watching the Giants game last week, final week of the regular season, and that team was getting murdered when the Cowboys were still in a dogfight against the Commanders with their starters in. Right. That team was favored against the Buccaneers last night? Yep. Okay. And in the other one, we'll get to uh, a little bit more coming up here. That, uh, boy, that game I wish was played on Sunday now. Just because of bets that were not voided. That would have been... And now, because of the win, look at this game that we get on Sunday. Bills are at home against the Chiefs. Finally. Yeah. Finally. The last five meetings have been in Kansas City. Bills finally get them at home. They've done well against them. That number coming up next. All the numbers for the divisional round, in fact, are... And do you really want to lay this number after watching the last six quarters coming up here on VEASAN? The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're looking for a betting edge through the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl, we have you covered. And VEASAN.com has a brand new look today. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. 
Get a, a daily access to the leaderboard to see who has the hot hand, the betting splits, the dog videos, the premium analysis. Your first 30 days are $9.99. Check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe to sign up now. And uh, a heads up on this in Bill 80's uh, vcin daily today. He's received questions about vcin, the mobile app. Um, it's, as Paul just said, going to have a changeover today, makeover. And he said if you use the mobile app to watch the live broadcast and replays to listen to VEASAN, you can still do that. But here's the pro tip for VEASAN Pro subscribers. You will need to log in again. If you forgot your password, click on the login button and select reset your password as we do not store them here at VEASAN. So that's one of the uh, nuggets for today a little bit later on when the website is going to get uh, revamped. All right, so here you go with the numbers that we have in the divisional round. We'll start with the games coming up on Saturday. Texans are at the Ravens. This game opened up yesterday between 8.5 and, and 9. It's uh, right around that number right now. A 9 is out there, 9.5 out there as well. Total is 45.5. Yeah, I'd like to take 10 here. I completely throw out uh, the meeting in week one, which was Stroud's first start. Uh, how he continues to do this as a rookie without, without Dell, without Noah Brown and what he's done. Incredible season for the Texans, just like they're the Tampa of the AFC. 250 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. One win away from going to the AFC title game. Thing that concerns me is the playoff issues with Lamar and what happened in 2019. Although they had practice at the stadium Saturday and they're trying to do everything they can to make sure they don't come out flat. And as Lamar said, he felt rusty when they lost to Tennessee when he won the MVP and they were 14 and 2. So I don't know if this number is going to get to 10 at all during the week. My thought is if it somehow goes down below nine and gets to uh, eight and a half, that to me would be a teaser look on the Ravens to get up below a field goal and to get up below seven, obviously. And then depending on where this uh, Chiefs-Bills game goes, I think it's going to be pretty close to this number all week long. But then I would get on board with the Chiefs teasing that up to be on seven. And the last thing the Ravens need, another uh, star player. Now you're going to get Andrews back. Well, evidently we're going to have some weather too. Yeah, okay. So it's going to be cold. Uh, some wind, maybe Texans. some rain. Every year, the Texans are the early game. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What, <laughs> By the way, now, now that we're here on a Tuesday, what did you make overall? We had to have the doubleheader, the, the Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Too much? Is it unfair to the teams playing on Monday? Are they going to keep it? I mean, it's just, I, you I, saw what they did with Peacock. These guys are just always have their hand out. You know, I thought the whole thing was ridiculous yesterday. It's a billion-dollar operation, and the fans have to shovel their own seats? Oh, yeah. Come on. That happens in every – but that's every that's NFL ridiculous. city. I know it is. Um, <laughs> I think the the best-case scenario for the teams now is what I'm talking about, would have a triple header on Saturday and Sunday. Because we're, we're going to have some unfair spots, and who knows? I mean, there was mm-hmm. – for like a minute there yesterday, before yesterday, but the thought was that game might be might have to be played on Tuesday. So then what do you do? Yeah. Well – Kansas City has a huge break here. They play Saturday. They played Saturday, and the Bills played Monday. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Bills are still at home, but that's. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go two, two, and two, and just say, "Hey, it's a holiday, anyways. Let's go with the, with the afternoon." Most people are off from work, anyways. And now they're going to try to take. They've already taken over Christmas from the NBA. They want to do the same thing on MLK Day. Yep. I, I guess. I mean. I don't know. Anyway, um, the other game on Saturday night, the Niners are at home lane, 10 to the Packers. Total is uh, getting juiced up here. It's now 50 and a half. Again, I saw two different spots open right away over the weekend, and it was either 48 and a half and 49 and a half in this game. This is going to come down to, well, both quarterbacks, clearly, and whether or not 
the offensive line for Green Bay can hold up against that pass rush for Green Bay and how much time Jordan Love is going to have to throw the football. Can they run it like they did against the Cowboys? No, you can actually run the football on San Francisco. That's the weak spot probably of the team. And then does, does Purdy come out with a flamethrower? And he's, does he go like at 25 or 30 for 330 yards and four touchdowns? Or does he have a little bit of uh, jitters in him in this game? And do we get a glimpse or two of bad Purdy? Doesn't happen very often, but we just saw it on Christmas night when that dude, I think, had all the pressure in the world on him. That was a while ago. Uh, he, finally had, he had a bad game. It happens. I like what Lombardi said yesterday. I'll take Shanahan against Barry. That's a huge mismatch. Be a com- it should be, right? And maybe Shanahan comes out and goes conservative early. I don't know. But if the kid has confidence early on and he's slinging it, then they should be able to go up and down the field. And I think it is a coaching mismatch there when you, when you look at it from that standpoint. Um, but... You also worry about the Packers maybe having a letdown after everyone's pumping their tires after they destroy Dallas. But the sure. Love's been great, and this is you know there's so many good storylines here in this round. But uh, we'll see if Love can keep it up. And Love and Stroud have been unbelievable this year, and especially the last couple months. How how big is this part? Again, the Packers have scored the first touchdown in their games nine straight games, mm-hmm. right? So how big is that? We saw that again on Sunday against the Cowboys. Like, they won the coin toss. They're like, yeah, we want the ball. Went down, scored a touchdown. If they could do that again against San Francisco and maybe get out to a lead in this game, that can kind of maybe set the tone maybe a little bit as well here against the Niners. And then, I mean, the Niners can come back down with a four-play drive and score in 7-7, obviously. Yeah. But that's they have been phenomenal at that. Yeah. I you're just, gonna have to play a perfect game though in all three phases. You and pretty their much special, have to. Their special teams are awful. Both both uh, special with, teams are bad. Well, Moody's got issues uh, kicking. I mean that, but Carlson between his extra points and field goals, and then their horrible punt coverage mm-hmm. that could come back to bite him. But the love has just been on such a great run here. This would be. Um, I'd like to take both quarterbacks not to throw an interception in that one. You could uh, parlay that probably, if you would like. Then we get to the games on Sunday. And uh, the early game, which is at 3 o'clock Eastern, noon out here on the West Coast. This is what I was talking about before the break. Now, the Lions are favored by six in the game against the Buccaneers. Total is 48.5. It's a very small sample here. I'm not going to completely overreact. But based on the last six quarters, the second half of the Lions game against the Rams, where they got, I I don't know how the Lions won the game, Mm -hmm. but they did. And then what the Buccaneers did to the Eagles last night. Well, is maybe, six too many? Yeah, I, I think six. I took six. Uh, it's also a mini hedge. I got the lines for a hundred thousand. So, um, what is that for? That's also in the blackjack tournament. Uh, took the lines with uh, Mike Sanderson. So this is. It's two things here, like I talked about yesterday, where there's so much pressure on them and the nerves to exercise the demons and win a playoff game since 1991, and now you can exhale and you can come out and play loose, or is it? hey, we, we won a game and now uh, we come out and, and we're, we're on cloud nine and, oh, we got to do it again, and we fall on our faces. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. But I, I'm concerned about this defense. Now, like I said earlier, I don't care what happened week one between Houston and Baltimore. I also don't care what happened week six when Detroit beat Tampa 20-6. to six. Tampa couldn't get a first down in that game. But I'm very concerned with the Detroit defense, which I know Stafford and the Rams have been hot. But this run down the stretch for Detroit's defense, you have Hutchinson and he can put so much heat on a quarterback. But uh, based on what we watched last night, I don't know if they're going to be able to get stops. And it's also a great story here that you have both quarterbacks who are just kicking dirt on both of them. 
Rams couldn't wait to get out from that horrible contract and get rid of Goff, and he rejuvenated his career and found something here with Detroit, and Baker's done the same thing in Tampa. But I, I just think I think six is way too many here. I think it's a big number. Yeah. I think Todd Bowles is going to do the same thing against or try to anyway against Jared Goff that we saw last night where he's going to bring the pressure. Why would he change? Again, that's who he is. It's what he's done pretty much his entire career. I think he's going to try to put as much pressure as possible. And with this Lions defense, again, they have not been good for the second consecutive year. Good story here. Mm -hmm. Winning games this year, you know, winning the division, making the playoffs. It's not a good unit at all. And uh, we saw that with the Rams game the other night. Rams are going up and down the field on that team. They had to settle for field goals. It's the only reason why they lost. Um, They're going to slow down Baker Mayfield here. And his weapons? Do they have an answer? Well, they did for, the first time. That was, but that's—I I don't that's, know. Maybe they found something in the game plan and what Aaron Glenn exploited. Maybe looking at something on film. The other thing, Tampa Bay is too stuff. Run the ball. There are too many pass happy situations, especially yesterday. Run the ball. You were gashing them that first drive. It's second and three. Run the ball. Pick up the first down. You throw second and three. They, no, they, they had throw lost third and last three. Night. I mean, it, they were gashing them on the ground. Third and one, Mayfield's taking a dumb that sack. That was another you know, one. Yeah, like yeah. That. another good call. Right. Yep. So that, that's the other thing that maybe would concern me. I'm not in love with the OC with Tampa Bay, but it's you know it'll be easy to talk about on on Sunday. Uh, everyone knows the score after the games played, but we'll see how the Detroit mm-hmm. responds after finally winning a playoff game. And then the final game. I can't. If this is a good game, the ratings I can't even imagine. And at some spots, the Bills did flash a three-point favorite. They're down to two and a half at most spots with various juice. Total is uh, in the 46 to 46 and a half range. Well, you got concerns about Bass now. How well, do you and, miss and, a field goal? It's not even close. Well, I have more concerns about the uh, defense and the injuries. That, that, yep, yep. That's going to be hard to overcome, too. Bernard had 143 tackles on the year. He was carted off the field yesterday. Yeah. They, had, they had several guys go down in that yep. game. It was nonstop. Yep. But this has to be a Josh Allen game. Use him. Use his legs and let him run. Design the plays. He's such a great weapon. And also use this. Oh, don't remind me. Okey doke with the you know, rope a dope where I'm going to pretend to slide and then the <laughs> defense stops. What a joke. I mean, that was just a 52 yard touchdown run. Up next, win some, lose some. This happened for only the 20th time in NBA history, if you can believe it. And it came from an unlikely duo. betting in win some lose some all right now we can recap everything highest scoring team of the weekend packers 15 to 1 thought it should have been higher than that lowest scoring team dolphins 8 to 1 most passing yards Dak plus 450 most rushing yards aaron jones 7 to 1 most receiving puka 12 to 1 home teams went 5 and 1 straight up of course the only team that loses dallas and they'd won 16 in a row at home the Steve Mackin numbers, wild card round only. The point spread doesn't matter. It had been 85% going back just in this round. Well, the point spread only mattered in one game. The Lions won but didn't cover. Bills to win between 11 and 15 points, 5-1. to one. The alt over, 45.5, plus 290. Dawson Knox, first touchdown, 25-1. to one. Johnson, anytime touchdown, plus 425. Calvin Austin, anytime touchdown, 12-1. to one. David Moore, first touchdown, 48-1 to here at Circa. Oh, 
Another one again. Feel free to tackle somebody, Philadelphia. Uh, but then your bad beat you had with Otten. Trey Palmer, anytime touchdown, plus 450. Safety in that game, 15 to 1. Mayfield, two touchdowns, and the Bucks win, plus 310. Eagles to score in both halves, no, 12 to 1. Shut out in the second half. Every team scores a touchdown in the round of the wild card round. That cashed plus 150. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSIN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. I guess he found God last year. He tweeted about it on Christmas. How about you get in a car accident? You're in serious trouble, and Hulk Hogan saves your life. There's the picture. He has an NWO shirt on, and he helped out. He had to puncture the airbags to save the gal, and he had a, I think he had a pen. He came across a pen to save the day, and Hulk Hogan got her out of the wreckage. Great job, Hulk. So he's in, like, full costume here? Yeah, how about he, that? Right. He's got the NWO ah, shirt on and, yes. like, the, the bandana. Was he going to a gig or something, or does he just walk around like, like that, that? I'm guessing that's who he is and what he does I, every like, day of his life. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, what was his real name, Randy Poffo? Or, like, yeah, if Macho, Macho Man? Man Savage, like, walked around like that. <laughs> like, like he's doing a Slim Jim commercial. Do you think Hogan says brother as often as he does? Like, yes, I do. I, like in real life? Yes, I do. I think he does, too. Hey, brother. Yeah, absolutely. There's the one win some. Uh, plenty of lose some. Eagles end the season 0-7 ATS. Pittsburgh 1-11 straight up without Watt now. And the Bills score put up 30 on them. Bulls Hawks over. Excuse me. Bulls Heat. Uh, no, who was it? It was Bulls and uh, Cavs. Thank you. Yeah, Bulls-Cavs over, 219 up to 223, no good. Nets-Heat over, 217 up to 221, loser. Minnesota, been the number one team in college basketball, plus one, went off a three-and-a-half-point favorite and lost to Iowa. This could be win some, but I'll put it under lose some. Joel Embiid the other day. Goal is the health, not the MVP. He misses seven more games. He's ineligible anyways. Yeah, that's right. So keep an eye on that. Here's what I talked about earlier. Let's go to the videos. Look at the scene at Buffalo as the fans are trying to get to their seats. And you got to, you know, clear the snow out to get to your seat. little help here, right? It's a billion-dollar industry. We can't hire somebody. The fans have to come in. We got to pay them $20 an hour to clear the – get out of here. I actually read it was open seating. Because of this mess. Yeah, that, that so, would help so out. So fans whoever that's... showed up could pick wherever they wanted to sit. My God, we can't cl- little help here. Can we hire somebody, NFL, to clear the stadium? 508, 509, very good. That, yep. that stadium does not have any, like, heating below the field or anywhere correct. else. Yeah, so correct. So outdated, so that's what they want in the new right. one. Right, Emmys yesterday, all the chalk got there. But Rob McElhaney, who's an Eagle fan, while he was at the Emmys, was trying to watch the game. Who schedules the Emmys? Who schedules a football game while the Emmys are going on? Uh Or who schedules a football game? Whatever. And there's the picture there where he's looking. And uh, they won a couple awards yesterday, also from Wrexham, with his buddy uh, Ryan Reynolds. But there's a couple shots where he's trying to get the – probably by the second quarter, you shut it off and said, I'm sick of this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch anymore. What's it called? Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, And this is bad. This really puts it in perspective. Since – Tom Brady won five playoff games just with Tampa Bay. The Cowboys have four since 1997. If that doesn't put it in perspective and how bad this organization has been, that's embarrassing. 
That is nuts. I'm actually, I heard a lot of Dak's not the guy. They got to move on. Take the salary cap hit. Uh huh. And I, I agree. Okay. okay. He can't be the guy. Bet for the books. Knicks magic under 227 down to 217. Easy winner. Uh, the gal who plays Shiv from Succession. Best actress, 750 up to 1200. She won, and Succession cleaned up. And one bad beat to the over Mike Evans receiving yards. Oh, the drops. Oh, oh you know, I'll man. give you another bad beat. Go ahead, yeah. And I'm sorry that it didn't get there because I know plenty of people who bet this. The Josh Allen over eight and a half rushing attempts. Yep. That's going to be, that's a rough one to get over. Where are the design runs that should be part of the whole they, game They were plan? non-existent last I know, night. Ridiculous. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Down the stretch, they, it was happening more and more every single game. They also are horrendous with the tush push. They Terrible. do not what they're doing. They don't know, no clue what they're doing with that. And then I needed to get the ball back one more time to take a kneel down, and Mason Rudolph is running on third and ten oh, God. to end the game like that. Yeah, I took ten in the game. Throw the ball in the end zone. He's scrambling. He's throwing five-yard passes. The back door was wide open. Start your morning with a, do- a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VEASAN Daily Newsletter. Expert analysis, latest odds, straight to your inbox, absolutely free. VEASAN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Great okay. job, guys. Here's what I mentioned before the break. What? How about this tweet from Mark Stein, who covers the NBA? Uh-huh. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 41 yesterday. Kyrie Irving scored 42 it's only the 20th time in NBA history one team has had two scores in the 40s. Dallas won against New Orleans, 125 to 120. It's only the 20th time? <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. That's I remember weird. when I was young, mm-hmm. uh, growing up, you know, watching the Bucks play, they had Ray Allen and uh, Big Dog Glenn Robinson, and they went for 40 apiece. And I thought that was so cool, and they made a big deal out of it, but I don't remember it being only like the eighth time in history. Pippen and Jordan did it before, too. Guys that I can remember, but only the 20th time in That's the history cool. of the NBA. Yeah. So they don't have Luka, and they beat New Orleans, who was red hot. Yeah. They beat the Knicks, and Luka didn't play. They had their starters and were run out against a depleted Memphis team. They also just lost to New Orleans when New Orleans sat a bunch of guys, and they were at full strength. So this is a you tr- good luck figuring out the match. You can't. When they have everybody, they play like crap. And when they're depleted... Yep. They get a huge effort. Also, good luck figuring out the Lakers. Now, that point spread was wonky. I know SGA no. was like questionable throughout the day yesterday, so kept, Lakers were favored. Then OKC got bumped up to like minus three. So in certain big spots against good teams, they play well, well the Lakers? Well, that, that's a tough matchup for OKC. I'll say that. Anthony yeah. Davis had some success early on, but that's I'm interested to see what happens tonight. OKC's on a back-to-back now, yeah. and they have to play the Clippers. But um, They've typically, because they're so young, they don't I, sit guys. They've been good well, in these spots, but now you get the Clippers. So I know you, they made a bunch of trades, but uh, I believe Ham tinkered with the lineup last night. Um, I fell asleep right after the game. You know, this is a perilous trade. But um, this is when they got hot last year. But certainly they made a lot of moves, and Palenka did a great yeah. job with them. But we'll see now if they take off, and now they realize a little bit of urgency here. Give me another one. Golden State lost again. Draymond Green came back against said Memphis. They got, they got buried against oh, Memphis. Oh, boy. This is... Oh, I, I looked at the odds board at one book here in town yesterday. They were still like the third team in the Western Conference. Like plus 350. It's like, ye, this team's going to miss the playoffs. Plus 350. Good, yeah, they have to be a good size favorite to, to miss at this point. There's like eight teams I would favor over them in a, in yes. a series. Yeah. So what are we doing yeah. at this point? Um other spots from yesterday in the association. I'm blanking on the, the game that I was going to bring up here. Um, 
because it was a full card, obviously, on MLK Day. You had the Knicks going down at home to the Magic. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, just when you thought you were buying in. Now they stumble a couple times. Did you see the Atlanta game? Here's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Atlanta was up 35. Yeah. And they then, were laying eight and a half. They had to make free throws at the end of the game to cover. Lucky to cover. Oh. Here's what I was going to bring up, Holly. I think people are absolutely sleeping on the Utah Jazz. Now, I brought this up, I think it was last week, when they were 12-1 to 1 to make the play-in tournament. They're like down to even money now. So in the span of seven to 10 days, they went right. from 12-1 to 1 to like, uh, it's going to happen. They have been the best team in the NBA, ATS, pretty much the entire year covering numbers. The, the pay, I don't I don't want to hear it. No Halliburton. They've been good without him. Yeah. They won by 27 last night at home. Well, what do they do, though, at the deadline? Do they trade people? That's, That's the, the thing. biggest That's question exactly, mark. That's exactly what they did last year. Yeah. They were in the same position, and they punted on the season. So it's a tough place to play, and they have a great home court advantage. And this marketing story is awesome. Oh, they were, they were lane seven. That was never a game. No. Route City. A burial. Uh-huh. And they've done that to plenty of teams now. And we are, you know, middle of January right now. So three months into the season. There's a lot going on. It's been a fun season. Minnesota could get the one seed. Okay, season. Yeah. Dangerous team. Matt Eumann's on the show coming up next. He has a divisional round bet that he likes and a couple of college basketball games with best bets tonight as well. Find out who they are next here on VEASAN. of Tom Brady Stole the Show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A lot of great storylines for the next round coming up this weekend. 
DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Some props are already up. And new customers, you bet $5 on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEGAS. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, code VEGAS. The crown is yours. Matt Humans joins the program now. We talk to him every Tuesday at this time. He hosts a show here on the network called VSIN Tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. out here on the West Coast. Matt, good to talk to you as always. Let's begin with uh, one of the divisional round matchups that you like. Texans, Ravens, um, nine and a halves are out there in this game, so it hasn't touched 10 yet. What do you want to do with it? You know, I don't like the uh, NFL games the way they set up this week as much as I did last week. And when I look back at uh, the six games we just watched, nothing really surprised me except for the Cowboys getting crushed at home. And uh, I don't think anybody should be surprised that the Texans beat the Browns. And when you look at the way the uh, the Texans offense played against that Cleveland D, 44 plays, 356 yards, 8.1 yards per play, pretty impressive performance by the Houston offense. And C.J. Stroud's playing with a lot of confidence right now. That whole team's playing with confidence, offense and defense. And I think one, uh, one aspect the handicappers focus on a lot is what a big advantage it is to have to buy for the number one seed to be rested. And again, sometimes I think that can be a real negative. And you're talking about a lot of the starters for the Ravens and the Niners this week who have been off almost three weeks. And, uh, you know, the, the rust factor is going to be something to think about when you handicap these games. The Texans are hot. They're on a roll. And uh, I don't think this number is touched 10 for a reason. I think this is the type of game that the Ravens, you're going to have to grind out and uh, probably win by three, four, seven, something like that. I'll take anything more than seven with uh, Texans team. That I think is going to be live here. I don't think the Texans pull off the upset, but I think they got a they got a shot to take this game to the wire. Okay. Do you think the Bills get to three this week? And if they do, mm-hmm. are you going to are you going to be interested in taking the Chiefs? I am, yeah. I'm going to take the Chiefs if I can get three, and I think three is going to pop up again here at some point. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. It's tough to turn that down. I was really impressed. I was on the Chiefs. I was impressed by the way they played against the Dolphins. You're starting to see the offense come around a little bit with Rice uh, emerging as a receiver. And, I, and you know what? The defensive front puts so much pressure on quarterbacks. I don't think Josh Allen's going to run around and have a field day against the KCD like you did against the uh, Steelers yesterday. And, you know, when we were doing our show last night at Circa, the number was actually at three. I couldn't get out of the studio in time to bet it. It dropped to two and a half. Mm. But I think we're, we're going to see threes again at some point uh, this week. And uh, I'll take Mahomes plus three in this game. And uh, I've got to get three, though. I'm not taking anything less than that to bet Kansas City. Eight, one, and one in his career when he's a dog, ATS. Yep. Although this is his... Yep first career uh, road playoff game finally so we have that uh, as well that's a great matchup uh, any thoughts on the uh, on the uh, uh, game in the NFC with where are you at with Tampa Bay and Detroit and if you try to uh, think like the team and if Detroit is is the pressure off or will Detroit have a letdown either way I think six is too much yeah six seems like a lot I was thinking more around four and a half but um Boy, I don't know. You know, here's the thing. I think Baker Mayfield and the Bucks got the perfect opponent last night. Not too many yeah. teams in the league playing worse than the Eagles right now. If you if you haven't been paying attention to how poorly the Eagles have been playing the last ten weeks, you can't be surprised with what happened last night in Tampa Bay. So, I actually think some of the pressure is going to be off the Lions. They get the first playoff win. 
you know, you kind of break a sweat in the playoffs and see what it feels like. And I think they'll be a little bit looser. I, that's one reason I played the Rams last week is uh, I, I thought the Lions are going to be a little bit tight in that situation. There's going to be so much hype around that game in Detroit. Right. And when they had the lead in the second half, I thought the play calling got really conservative. Yeah. And that uh, the Lions almost blew the game by being too tight and too conservative. I, I don't think that's going to be the case here. I, I really don't have a, a feel for that game yet. Uh, what is this I'm hearing? You want to take a shot at a dark horse for the number one pick in the draft? Yeah, I know you like futures. Oh, yeah. Take a look at Jaden Daniels. Take a look at Jaden Daniels on the DraftKings odds board uh, for the number one pick in the draft. Right now, Caleb Williams is minus 900, and Jaden Daniels is the third choice at 10 to 1. You're going to see between now and the draft, you know, four months or so, you're going to hear a lot of hype about Jaden Daniels. He's going to rock it up this uh, draft board where I think it's probably more likely he's going to be the number two pick. I think he I think he jumps Drake May, the quarterback from North Carolina. You're talking about a guy who completed 72.2% of his passes this year, 40 touchdowns, four picks. He had 10 rushing touchdowns. He had 50 total TDs, close to 5,000 total yards. He's 6'4", 210. He doesn't come with some of the emotional baggage that Caleb Williams brings. He's been really well coached by Brian Kelly the last two years at LSU. Jaden Daniels is going to get consideration for the number one pick. I think he probably goes number two, but a 10 to one might be worth a shot there. See, that's what I did. I took pizza money on May, I think back in October at five to one to be the first overall pick, but well, who knows who's making the pick? Yeah. I mean, that, that's certainly okay. Yeah. Not bad, right. Matt. Not bad. How about some college hoops? This is, this is wild. Now we all, we, we've lived here for a long time. So we know this conference in the mountain West. We know New Mexico, the pit is one of the toughest places to play. They are laying six, though, at home to Utah State. Utah State is ranked 16th, and they're 16-1 and one on the year. What do you think of the game tonight? Well, I think that number tells you something, too. And uh, if you look at the Lobos and the way they played at home as compared to the road this season, a uh, big, big difference. And New Mexico's got three big-time guards, including Jamal Mashburn Jr. and Jalen House. And when those guys are clicking, they're tough to contain. Uh, I'll give you an example. New Mexico beat New Mexico State by 44 points at the pit. When they played again a couple weeks later in in Las Cruces, New Mexico won by one. Uh, So at the pit, it's a totally different animal when you're talking about the Lobos. And they just blew out San Diego State 88-70 to over the weekend at the pit. And that was with uh, JT Top and one of their forwards shooting one for 10 from the free throw line and one of their starting guards shooting one for eight from the field. This New Mexico State, this New Mexico team's got a high upside, and I think Utah State's coming off one of the luckiest wins we've seen in quite a while. A five-point play with eight seconds left, and a big comeback from double digits down in the second half to beat UNLV 87 to 86 on Saturday. Uh, so that was a fluke win. I thought Utah State should have taken the loss to the Rebels. They're going to go to uh, Albuquerque tonight, and uh, their 15-game winning streak is going to go down. I don't like laying the five and a half here. Uh, I'll probably play some money, a little bit more money line than I will laying the points, but I fully expect the Lobos to win this game tonight. All right, Matt, we have plenty of examples tonight of ranked teams on the road laying points against unranked teams. Exhibit A would be mm-hmm. Purdue laying double digits at Indiana. Mike Woodson's 3-1 and one in his career here against the Boilermakers. Do you want to go to war yep. here with the Hoosiers? You know, a week ago when I talked to you guys, we had uh, Purdue and Houston on the road as favorites, and uh, I bet against both of those teams, and they both got upset. 
I, you know, I'm not going to say Indiana's going to win this game, but I think this line is out of whack. And I know the, the power ratings and the Ken Palm numbers are going to show Purdue should be a 10-point favorite, but I've made this number five and a half. And, you know, you said it, and that's one of my points here. Purdue had won, I think, 10 of 11 against Indiana until Mike Woodson came along, and he's, he's won three of four against Painter. And uh, I'll give you a December 16th game for an example. Kansas went to Bloomington to play Indiana. I took seven with the Hoosiers. They led by eight at half. They should have won the game. They blew it down the stretch, and they lost 75-71 to Kansas. I think you're going to see a very similar game play out tonight between Purdue and Indiana. Hey, Boilermakers are ranked number two. They're going into a hornet's nest. The Hoosiers are going to play one of their better games. They're going to be amped up by the crowd. And uh, I expect this game to be tight to the wire, too. So I, I, I couldn't believe this number hit 10.5 or 11 last night. Maybe I'll prove to be uh, prove to be wrong, but I'm telling you, I think this number should be closer to 5.5. So take the 10 with the Hoosiers as home dogs. Matt, about a minute left. Have you added any futures in college basketball recently? I did. Uh, you and I talked about this over the weekend. I have been really impressed by North Carolina lately. While all these top teams in college basketball have been uh, fading, I think Utah, UConn right now has to rank as your top team. If you want to take 12-1, to 1, I'm not going to blame you. But 30-1 to 1 out there on North Carolina is definitely worth a shot. The Tar Heels got a legit big man with Baycoat, and R.J. Davis is a big-time scorer. So I would say North Carolina, if you can find it in that price range, is worth it. Yep. Uh, you can watch Matt and Wes Reynolds every single night here on VEASAN. Their show is called VEASAN Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. out here on the West Coast. Matt, as always, uh, thanks for the time today. Best of luck. Okay, you bet. Thanks. Yeah, that Thank is you. a big number. You're right, Paul. New Mexico laying that big of a number tonight. Oh, wow. Uh, we'll get into uh, more of the college basketball card coming up in about 20 minutes and run down exactly how many of these ranked teams are on the road against unranked teams. Last week, it was a disaster for them. What was it, 9 out of nine. 10? Yeah. In the top 10 losses came against unranked teams? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Up next, we'll get back to the uh, divisional numbers that we have on the board in the NFL, and we do have some breaking news today. A key cog has made a decision about his future. Find out what he is thinking. Coming up next here on VEASAN. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.